don't cram 20 people on Zoom. Fluorescent lighted office all day long. You know, you probably are going to work from home. Hello and welcome back to No Office, a podcast about work, technology and life from a remote company perspective. My name is Rafał Sobolewski and I'm joined by my good friend and CEO of this remote company. We call our service hashtag No Office Company uh, and the company is Nosby and CEO is Michael Slivinski. Hello, Michael. How are you today? Hey, Rafał. Good, good, good. Uh, we're recording on a different schedule. Uh morning our time so probably our american friends are asleep right now but uh, we decided to readjust our well our hours of meetings we'll talk about it today in the episode um and uh, yeah i am i'm good i am already kind of feeling the christmas spirit and this is my last day of work probably like you know today is thursday when we record it and then tomorrow is friday the mighty friday so one mighty friday one good review and i'm off to the races yeah that's that's nice perspective <laughs> uh, i don't have so so many free days left in this year so i will continue to work next week mm-hmm. um but yeah i'm i'm good uh i'm glad we we change our recording schedule so we can have coffee together <laughs> while recording. Yes. yeah and this is episode number 32 uh like 32 gigabytes of ram memory in my brand new macbook pro which is not here oh, man. <laughs> it was supposed to be here by now but yeah apparently something went wrong and the the finance uh the, the finance part of the apple company didn't start the uh, the payment process oh man yeah and uh, yeah and now it's moved to uh, to be delivered between thirty uh, first of December and fourth of uh, January. Ah, <laughs> oh, so yeah, no ho 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 for you, man. Yeah, and I, I had um, interesting experience calling Apple support on Tuesday. It was fourteenth uh, of December. It was mm-hmm. the last day of the delivery window that yeah. Apple gave us. Yeah, uh, so I called them and. Um, yeah, they, I had to wait like thirty minutes uh, on hold to 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 get to talk to the to someone. Your uh, call is very important to us. Please wait and just wait and just wait. Yeah, and uh, two two things about it: one good and one bad. Uh, the good thing is that they really put a nice music there. Uh-huh. When when you're writing, it's not like some some shitty melody. It's mm-hmm. really ju- just normal normal music, like the kind of music they put before the uh, Apple Keynote starts when ah, you okay. when you open the the stream. Yeah, uh, so they have so, a whole Apple Music playlist for you. Yeah, something like this. Yeah, so it's yeah, so experience is is better than normal uh, waiting on hold. They gave me an option. If you want to uh, talk in English, you can press one and connect immediately. Uh, ah. Yeah. So I did that. Yeah. And the English person told me, oh, no, it's the Polish market um, order. <laughs> so I need to switch, switch, switch you back to the, to the Polish person. <laughs> and put yourself at the end of the line. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Probably, yeah. <laughs> or as they say in Britain, queue, at the end of the queue. Queue, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, that was the experience. Yeah, and now the delivery window is moved to to 
to the New, Year, New, New Year's Eve. <laughs> but this is really weird. Like we ordered almost at the same time. Actually, you ordered earlier. Yeah, one week earlier. One week actually. earlier than Radek, a MacBook Pro. Both went through my father, our finance guy. Both were paid almost immediately. And I mean, the, the payment data and all, everything. So there was really no glitch on our part. They have no, to... No, like, because, because uh, Apple is a nice company and they charge you only when the product is ready to ship. Yes. They are not the shitty company that they, you pre-order something and they charge immediately and they ship it in three, four months. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so uh, this, is, this is nice, but apparently something went wrong or uh, mm -hmm. uh, I don't know, like the, the lady on, on the other side uh, was very nice, but uh, could, couldn't tell me what was the reason, but she just so, contacted. Mm. Yeah, she just made a ticket for the fi fi finance, finance guys. <laughs> so uh, just to tell you that I really know what you feel, because if you remember, I felt the same thing uh, last summer. I mean, this summer when I was getting my iPad Pro. I, uh, it was already like way past the delivery window when it arrived. Uh, I ordered it uh, in mid, mid June. It was supposed to come in the second week of July. And at the end of July, I was going for a short trip to Germany. And, oh, and yeah, yeah, one day before this trip to Germany, at the end of July, my iPad Pro came. So it was really uh, like last minute before my two week trip. And I was so happy that they managed, but I was so frustrated. I called them also several times. I remember on the uh, uh, Apple support and they couldn't tell me anything. They just said, you have to wait. That's it. They didn't even tell mm. me that, that there was just some glitch between finance or whatever. They just said, you have to wait. And, but I think in my case, it was the problem with the um, iPad Pros being just backlogged, that there were just many orders and, and they just didn't keep up. But they should have updated the, the page, but they haven't. Like, you know, it was the 20 something of July and was still saying on my page, it's going to arrive betwe between 13th and the uh, 17th of July. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, yeah. So I really know what you feel because, and especially, you know, when, when you want your new toy, you want your new, completely new thing, just like in my yeah, case. I, I've already sold my iPad Pro with Magic Keyboard. <laughs> exactly. You see? And, <laughs> yeah. So I, I, my only, uh, my only mobile computer right now is this iPad mini. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, so yeah, it's a tricky, tricky thing. So I haven't sold my iPad then. I, anyway, my iPad went down to my daughter and she loves it. Of course, the, uh, she has the iPad Pro 11 inch with Magic Keyboard and with Apple Pencil. So she is in love with this thing. Um, but uh, yeah, so... This is what happens when you order stuff. About selling iPad Pro. I mm -hmm. put it on sale together with Magic Keyboard as uh, one bundle. One bundle. And it was hard to sell it. Once ah. I put it separately as, as, as uh, separate offers, then it, after two days it was sold. <laughs> That's interesting. Yeah. So apparently people prefer to just buy the iPad or buy the Magic Keyboard, not both. Which I totally don't understand because really... Uh, I've already said it on the show several times. I'm in love with this machine and I'm in love with the Magic Keyboard. This is so much joy, this new iPad. And I just, like this keyboard wants me to, to type. It wants me, it wants to be typed on. Like it's like, it's tickling my fingers. It's so good. I really love typing on this thing. I really loved my Magic Keyboard for iPad Pro as well. So uh, anyway, I'm still getting prepared uh, to update my setup to waiting for this MacBook Pro. As we talked in some previous episodes, I was counting on this universal control feature in macOS that Apple is supposed to ship this 
fall uh-huh. but now uh, now it's delayed and it's officially uh, yeah. on the Apple site it says it will be shipped in spring uh, 2022 so it really sucks <laughs> yes because i wouldn't be able to test uh, if if my assumption that i could use my my iMac as my second canvas uh. i wouldn't be able to test it until spring so yeah kind of sucks yeah and i was starting to figure out what what do i need for my macbook pro to use it uh, in here in my in my home office uh, what do i need to connect to it and actually i need to have a usb a port to connect the camera uh, via coming mm-hmm. and ethernet to because i want to have, be on the cable while doing live streams mm. yeah not not because of the internet speed but uh, because the delay is uh, is uh, is not that much on on the cable i can use this this full hd uh, monitor that i have to to use it it has usb hub uh, via USB C, so I can mm-hmm. connect it. Uh, but I have only one USB A, USB 3.0 with USB A type uh, port to connect the camera, and I have nothing to connect Ethernet. <laughs> ah, yeah. So probably I will go. I will need to to buy an adapter, and th- there's no official uh, adapter from Apple available from USB-C or Thunderbolt to Ethernet. Yeah, but the ones that are on sale, I have one from Ugreen. Uh, it's fantastic. It's very good. I have two of those and they they work very well. Yeah, like they work very well, but uh, I I saw the one um, from Ugreen at, at the product page. They say that um, this might not work very good on macOS Monterey 12, 12.0 <laughs> and it, it, should, it should be fixed in the future updates. <laughs> Well, so I can tell you that from my experience, the adapters that I have work very well, both with the with the MacBook Pros, um, uh, but not Monterey. I haven't tested Monterey. Yeah. I don't have a MacBook Pro with Monterey here, uh, and also with my iPad Pro. So I, it's my regular adapter. If I want to, for example, just connect wired to um, uh, to my router to just you know do some diagnostics, for example. So I just take my iPad, connect it with this dongle and the ki- the cable, and it works very well. So uh, no complaints on, on, on that side. So you don't, you, you don't need an official Apple, you know, branded. Yeah, but I, I would always want to have an option. Uh, okay, mm-hmm. but uh, we, 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 we will see how it, uh, how it works. Actually, I have, I have a USB-C to digital audio video, so with USB-A and HDMI port. Mm-hmm. Mm, so maybe I can somehow use, use that and have uh, some adapter from... Yeah, but anyway, I still I still need to buy an adapter to Ethernet. <laughs> there you go. So, uh, Dongle Town episode number hundred. And when I was researching like four K monitor options, mm-hmm. only Philips has uh, monitors with uh, Ethernet port. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're not really very popular. The ones with the Ethernet port. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, and monitor options are really not that great. <laughs> okay, we will see. You know. M- I know it's not purest thing, but my wife is really happy with her 27 uh, 4K display. It's it, and it's pretty good. Yeah, I, 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 I'm I, I'm thinking that uh, if, uh, the, the 4K with 27 inch would be wouldn't be like awesome, but would be good enough to not to be sh- sharp enough that mm-hmm. my eyes wouldn't wouldn't see any difference. 
Yeah, and the, the one that I that we have, uh, I have a Thunderbolt cable to it, so I just connect it to my iPad, and it both charges the iPad and just mirrors the iPad screen. And of course, uh, in do my you remember case, which model you you have? Yeah, I'll send you the. Uh, but it was the one recommended to 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 me by our friends from uh, from our Nosby team uh, by Leon and somebody else. So okay. I just went with their recommendation. That's it. Still waiting for <laughs> for my uh, yeah beloved MacBook Pro. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this is the suffering of of technology enthusiasts. Okay, uh, last episode we talked about uh, how we cancelled our design flight meeting and uh, go uh, more async uh, yes. with the communication about design and yeah, we have some more changes for, for in our meetings schedule. Not on I mean this is what I like about our the way we work and um, we have these quarterly offsites, the quarterly meetings with, you know, and then every quarter because of these meetings and because of the feedback that we get, um, we do change some things. We do make some adjustments and I like making adjustments every quarter instead of every year. Cause like you just forgot like how it was if it's just a year. So every quarter is the, for me, the best like feedback loop because it's already like three months in, which really three months is not that much of a time. Um, and then, uh, but it's, 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 it's long enough, but it's short enough. Every quarter, one parts of uh, a part of my quarterly review is to review my weekly schedule. Like how my week goes, if there is anything I can improve, if there is any meeting or any, any other, you know, time slot that I'm using wrong or or for example in my case um in uh, here where i live uh, in autumn and in spring it's very nice to go out to do some running in the middle of the day like at two o'clock like at 2 p.m because it's, it's the warmest yeah like um, in, in winter season yeah. yeah it's the best the best time you know uh, like i know early morning is the best but not in winter in winter yes. it's just freaking cold so so really from autumn to through uh, winter to spring the best time to go out for a short run just to you know uh, do some sports it's in the middle of the day that's why i really like to readjust my schedule so that i can have like at 2 p.m or 3 p.m sometimes one hour to just go out go for a run go back take a shower and continue working so yeah so based on all that and based on your uh, complaint that you had too many meetings on monday which was true uh, we decided to completely like change the way we do meetings like not completely it was yeah, like completely, just but adjustment adjust, adjust them and now we actually do something which we we always said we wouldn't do but we start almost every day with a meeting <laughs> so we have a meeting at uh, so in my case uh, i can say that i have a meeting every day monday through thursday at 10:30 so 10:30 to 11:30 usually like, I mean, usually it's they're, they're just one hour maybe a little bit more but usually one hour so this way um in the in the beginning i have my breakfast i mean i get my kids to school i have my breakfast i have some warm up time i can prepare for the meeting then i have the meeting so it's really good to have this time to prepare for the meeting because meetings should be prepared and then uh, after that uh, at 10:30 i have the meeting on monday i have our directors meeting so our leadership meeting on tuesday i have marketing meeting on wednesday uh, i have uh, our business analytics meeting with tom and then on uh, thursdays Every other Thursday, I do this. I have a meeting with all of you guys. Um, and with Rafa, of course. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, so, and then on Friday, no meetings, because Friday is Friday. It's Mighty Friday. So come on. And then at 12, uh, after the meeting, I have some time to, you know, calm down and, and relax and have maybe brew another coffee. And then at 12, from 12 to 2, I have a constant block of core hours. 
the core hours concept. Uh, I wrote about it in my book. Uh, we'll link in the show notes. And we also talked about it with uh, Radek on the podcast. Uh, so I have, so it means every day from Monday through Thursday, so four days a week from mid, uh, noon to, to, to two, two hours straight, I'm working in focused mode. I have one topic each, each Friday I choose a topic. And then through these days, I, um, I work on this one topic. And then from, from 2 p.m. onwards, I might go do some sports. I might have additional meeting if I want to. I might have uh, feedback time for my NOSB team. Like, so after 2 p.m., like I decide what to do. So very often after the core hours focused session, I go for a run or I do some other sports. And then I, I, I get back to work to do some feedback and, you know, get back to the, to the team. So this way, my week is better structured, I think. I had a very similar schedule, weekly schedule. Uh, I've also planned this core, like core hours, but I don't plan like one topic for uh, for the whole week. I just plan uh, plan two free topics per week. So okay. I want to to make sure that I have appetite only for <laughs> for like one or two core hours per topic. Uh, mm -hmm. one two days per topic so i i think i want to try this uh, if it motivates me to really deliver something that already adds value and can, and can be asked for feedback and move forward yeah uh, so this is uh, what we learned uh, about um, it actually works for our product development process we will talk about in a second having this setting this appetite it really makes you triggers you to make good decisions to, 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 to deliver something. Exactly. And so that's why it's, it's really like, I really recommend evaluating your meetings like on a quarterly basis, like just make sure. And Rafael, I think you're happier right now with the new meeting schedule that you don't have the Monday completely swamped with meetings, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like I, uh, like, I think that with current schedule, it's like perfect. Uh, again, we have that many meetings that we have appetite for. <laughs> Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's it's not too it's not too much. It's less than we used to have. Yeah, and I think that's that's really nice because it leaves a lot of uh, a lot of a lot of space for first deep work in core hours uh, mm -hmm. and second for feedback feedback as asynchronous feedback. And you know that we are creatures of habits, so it's really good to structure your week to really think about this. I, I think I stole this idea from Michael Hyatt the the idea of the ideal week. So how how would my ideal week look like? And, you know, and, and, and just, uh, and of course it's never ideal, it's never perfect, but it, you know, having this framework helps you, you know, know what yeah, to do. Like, like th this, this week, uh, is totally mess for me because like, first of all, I had, uh, I had a booster shot of vaccine. Okay. So <laughs> I, I was a mess uh, on Tuesday and Wednesday and I got some cold. <laughs> ah. Uh, and actually my fiance also got some cold, but we do, we do some antigen tests. It's not COVID. So don't worry. It's, <laughs> it's just a normal cold. Uh, so yeah, it's, it's not perfect. I, I wasn't able to, to do like core hours on Tuesday, but, but still like the, the schedule you should, 
it's it, it's good to have this this perfect schedule that you you are, you are trying to to optimize for. But it, if you don't achieve achieve that, that's that's fine. Just move on. Only this week, you know, it was the first time I, I haven't done Corabers in a very long time. So and I I missed it. So this week I tried. And for example, on Tuesday I was like in such a procrastinator mode. Like it was twelve. I haven't started yet. Twelve thirty. I was still doing some feedback and some other things that I wasn't supposed to do. At one, I was still doing that. I was like. All right, I feel so guilty now. Let's drop it. Let's yeah. <laughs> focus on the core hours. So I started really late. I started at one o'clock, one something. But then I pushed through and I worked until I think 3 p.m. Uh, on the core hour. So I did spend two hours on this on the topic. Uh, but it's like, you know, you have to still get back to this muscle memory, to this, you know, habit of this is the time to start. Let's do, Let's go. Let's do it. And it's hard. That's why. I really want, again, start next year doing core hours regularly so I get back into this habit of, of delivering weekly some really good output in my core hours. Well, it's, we, already rec- we are already recording for 22 minutes, so maybe let's take a break here. Um, let's give the microphone to Mike Sampier. Yes, because now this podcast is sponsored by Nosby Teams, a to-do app that helps small teams do great things. Let's hear what Nosby customers say about the product. We tried uh, different project management tools um, for the first couple of years when I was with uh, the organization I currently am, CCMA. And then we realized that we just need really one place where we can communicate, where we can share projects, where we can think in written form, where we can give each other feedback. So we, we tested a couple different things and eventually we settled with Nosby Teams. And um, it's been really fun to see the software mature and just get better and better. The data security, I, I know the company is, is totally committed to improving the product. For us, it's simple. We have some members of our team who are very tech savvy and some who aren't as tech savvy. So to find one tool that actually is usable for all those is not easy. Um, We did dabble in a couple of of competitors and they were just too much, Mm -hmm. you know, too complicated, too many features. What our team needed was something simple, reliable, trustworthy, something that was fun and and attractive and, and enjoyable to use. And so Nosby Teams has really fit for us. It's fit, it's met that sweet spot. It's reasonable. We're a nonprofit. And so the price is right. It's easy to add members. I just added somebody yesterday. It was no big deal. You know, I think I went to the five person plan to six. It was not a big deal, you know? So that's nice because it's flexible for us. It just gives us a place to park everything and, um, and it works for us. So we don't want to be emailing within our team. We're not perfect at that, but we want to cut down on on that. We want to cut down on interruptions during the day. And so I'll try anything that will help accomplish those two things. So for us, Nosby Teams really fits that that need that we have as a small team. All right. That was Mike Saint-Pierre, our customer. If you go to blog.nosby.com on, on our blog, there is a full, my full interview with Mike about his Productivity Summit that he just recently launched. And you can still get the recordings of it. Of it. It's really, really good. And uh, when you pay for it, the, 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 the payment goes for good causes. So uh, make sure to check it out. Um, but like when he was saying that about Nosby Teams, and I just asked him a simple question. I said, Mike, can I use it as a testimonial? It was so authentic. It was fantastic. So I just <laughs> we just cut it out from the interview just to put it as a testimonial. 
Yeah, yeah, that's that's really great. We have more and more of those customers who who agree to to record for us testimonials, so we can use it as ads inside podcast. That's really nice, and it's just so much better to hear from somebody else. Like you know, that we are not the ones selling. You know, Nosby Teams is the best. We know it's the best. We we spent yeah. our whole life building it, <laughs> but it's just so much better when somebody else recommends it. So yeah, today I wanted to talk to you about our. Um, our product development process as um, we kind of talked about it in episode 13 mm-hmm. uh, it's it's called no roadmap yeah uh, but i want to add, add to it the the things we we learned uh, from from we, with this time it's like 10 months from uh, mm-hmm. from the episode 13 i'm really glad how it works uh, right now and i was procrastinating on writing it down as our product dev, this product dev process as a formal document in our wiki. Um, And I want to also have it uh, somewhere on our help help page or maybe as a blog post Mm -hmm. to be transparent with our users to, so they know how we work. Uh, Yeah. And I was procrastinating on it. So I decided, okay, let's talk about it. And based on that, uh, it will be much easier to, to prepare those, Mm -hmm. uh, those kind of written form content about that. As as we said many times on this episode, transparency is is the, is very important in in no office company. Yes, but also transparency to to our users, to our customers. So this is uh, why I want to do it. Um, okay, so basically, uh, to to remind you, we work in five weeks cycles. So yeah. th- that means that every five weeks, we have a retrospection with our development team and designers and. We have a retrospection, then we plan the next uh, the next cycle. What what we gonna do? And that's that's the old planning. There is no roadmap. There is just pro- pro- product vision, like based on those uh, commandments. We we mm-hmm. also talked about it in previous episodes. Uh, and every five weeks, we just uh, the development team ha- has has a retrospection. So we. Every five weeks, we do some small improvements of the way how the process works. Mm-hmm. And uh, with readership team like you, Ivona, Tom, Radek, uh, we plan what are the priorities for the next five weeks. Yeah, as, as you mentioned, we have the portfolio of options. So we have, you know, ta- basically tasks with descriptions of features we want to do maybe eventually in Nosby teams. And because of that, uh, we can choose from this portfolio of options. And because we plan every five uh, weeks, so every cycle, the good thing about it is that every five weeks, we also incorporate new feedback. So this way, like there is a trick for you, our users, write stuff to us, like write us feedback, what you, which features you would want in Nosby Teams and why, and, and give us the whole story. Like we, not just, I want this feature, but I want this feature because I want to work like this because my flow normally is like this and just give us the whole spiel, the whole example, even give us an example like of a real project in your company, how you would do it and what, which kind of feature would help you or you think would help you get there faster. This way we can evaluate it. Um, and this way, Every five weeks, we can choose from this portfolio of options based on not only on our gut feeling 
and on our you know vision for the product but also based on the feedback from customers like if we see a customer pushing for uh, several customers not one customer but several customers pushing for some features or pushing for some direction like we need this and not that then we see maybe we should reprioritize maybe something we thought we would build later we could build now and then that other thing could go for the next cycle so Really, this gives us the flexibility of not having like a set in stone roadmap for the whole year or beyond, but just choosing from the portfolio of options and choosing and, you know, feeling the, the you know, feeling the room <laughs> to see um, what people really want, what our users really want, what they really need. Yeah. And if I go through our features request products, when we gather the, this feedback, like the most desirable features the most of them are already implemented or being in the works when when i do a planning before i ask you readership team for feedback i also review like this feature request project i review support uh, support tickets project lesson support tickets if the uh, if there is something uh, something important there and during the cycle sometimes i got uh, asynchronous feedback for example for livona uh, oh rafa this is important let's make sure we plan it for the next cycle and then i have this special tag that i uh, mark this task with so once I once I prepare like input for you guys to 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 give me feedback on what's important, I I can point you to to those tasks, uh, so you can you can make a decision, and yeah, and everyone in leadership team gives me like two three top priorities. Yeah. I review them. I I need to see uh, the holiday plans for our development team for of the course. next five weeks to to see what what appetite we have available to to, yeah. to spend yeah yeah how mm. many how many work then yeah. our and, days we have yeah. and i review the the this this priorities you gave me and see if if they are ready for implement uh, implementation so are ready for de developers to work on or they need some shaping up so design um, design path so we have like dev path and the design path as we said we really don't need this load map or backlog because what we learned that important topics always come back yes they do and you know we really have i'm really proud of our customer support team our, our customer success team now we call it uh, so uh, really write to us uh, we respond very quickly and we do listen to everyone like it doesn't mean that we will give you a response yes we'll do it now but we do Listen, and that's why, as you said, things like, resurface every time. Like we, and but especially, and this is the best part. So not only the integration of five cycles. Remember, we ship our app every week. We have shipped forty-five versions of Nosby Teams in this year, right? Forty-five. Yes, yes, forty, forty-five. I think. Yeah. Yes. So we ship every week. So the improvements are coming up all the time to Nosby Teams. And based on these improvements, very often we get new feedback from customers. And that's what I like about this cadence. Like we ship something, we get feedback. We ship something, we get feedback. It's just, it's fantastic. Like it's, it's just so quick. It's so much better than like, you know, preparing a feature for half a year and then, you know, announcing it. And because of that, like everything has changed. We don't do versions, like version one, version two, version whatever. There is a version of year dot number and number of the week um, and that, that's why we have right now we are right now on version 2021.45 of yeah. Nosby Teams and, and also because of that we 
announce features a little bit later. Like they have already been shipped. People have already been using them. We already got the first feedback and then we announce the feature on our product vlog, on our blog. Like we, we do it a little bit later. Just, and, and by the way, just to, just, um, heads up, the multi-team feature is a killer. People really love it. We already have several customers using multi-teams and, and, and using several, you know, premium teams on their on their accounts because they see that they can divide you know the work and personal style the, the, the different departments and stuff so it's like the multi-team feature man uh, we just analyze it it's 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 a killer the one uh, one main thing we learned from from doing this kind of process for almost a year is that we really as always if it's possible and very often it is we start very cheapo with the feature yeah. For example, we usually set one week appetite to have for front-end and back-end developer to prepare the, the basic version of, of, the, of the function we, we shaped up. But we, really, we shaped it up on really high abstraction level. We just shaped up what, what should be possible to do by a user, how, how user flow looks like, but not UI. We mm-hmm. don't, we don't, uh, at this level, we don't shape, shape up UI elements yet. We just give it to developers and then they figure out how to, how to do it, how to prepare something functional for us to test on dog fooding. This is really great because often, uh, it happens that after this, we decide, huh, we test it, use it for one, two weeks and see, huh, this actually really adds already value. Let's ship it. And then yeah. improve it later. Or, or maybe, okay, to ship it, we will need just a small improvement to, 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 to make it shippable. And it's one, two days of work. So the developer who developed it, uh, usually in the next cycle will find, will find some, some spare time to finish it, finish it up. And because they are owner of this topic, uh, the developer, they are very motivated to, deliver it to the shippable state. Yeah, that's, the, that's a very good change that we did, that every feature uh, decided for the next cycle has uh, the feature's owner. So one developer owns the feature, is the, 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 the CEO of the feature, you know? Yeah. So this person is responsible for the feature. We have one status task, they mention us in the task, and this way we can really see the progress. In the status task, they, they report the progress on the feature, plus, of course, they prepare other tasks in the project. So every feature has a different project in Osby Teams. And... It's amazing. I mean, this, I think this, like in every leadership book or every management book, they repeat, repeatedly tell you ownership is key. If somebody feels like an owner, they feel differently about things. And it goes to things, it goes to people, (laughs) I'm sorry, and it goes to um, concepts. So really, if a developer feels like an owner of the feature, CEO of the feature, they really take good care of it. They really care about it. They really ask for feedback. They really feel responsible for delivering it and feel proud when it's shipped. So it's like the whole mix of feelings of being an owner. And I think this part is really amazing that we we have that. And I'm really glad because I'm no longer, uh, my effort is no longer needed during the cycle uh, to giving a feedback and make product decisions. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, we make decisions after it's shipped to dog fooding, only, only then. And at the beginning of the cycle, we just have a kickoff meeting where me, designer, and two devs, uh, like backend and frontend, or only frontend or only backend, depends on feature, 
but one of them always is the leader, the CEO of the feature. Mm -hmm. And just we make sure that this shaped up uh, document, like usually comment in the NOSB Teams uh, app, uh, that we are all on the same page and they that the project team and the, the owner uh, of the feature understands what needs to be done. And then they are on their own and they make they, they can make a product decision, they can cut the scope, uh, etc. Yeah, and many times they, they just they learn how to design UI based on the components we already have in the app. Yeah. And if we decide that UI is not good enough, then we ask Hubert, our UI designer, to prepare specs to improve it. But that will be done as as an improvement later in the future cycles. But again, this is the best part. Like they first built with the blocks that we have. So they, it's like building with Lego. You first build with something that you have, and then later you see it and you're like, ah, oh, yeah, it could be improved. It could be a little bit slightly better. You could do something here and use a different block or, or maybe design a different block or whatever. So it's like you build with what you have first, and then later you improve upon it. Many times we just ship to production like this cheaper version because we decided it already adds value to our users. Uh, but sometimes it requires more work. Uh, we, for, for example, we have on dog fooding features like team comments, or we change the way on dog fooding how repeat tasks works and comments inside of them. Uh, but we decided it requires more more work to be shippable, but mm. it hasn't been prioritized yet. Or recently, uh, when we had design fight meeting, we discussed time needed feature, and. This is the kind of feature that really requires UI work first. It's yeah. not possible to implement it cheaper. Our cheaper approach is not applicable for 100% of uh, things we can do, but uh, but once once it is applicable, it works very well. One of the things that we discussed during this retrospection and this quarterly also um, feedback loop, we decided that we should use the cheapo also for for design. So sometimes we should implement a very cheap feature just to see where it goes before we actually design it. So um, like there's one particular feature. I'm not going to mention it right now to not to get everyone's hopes up. Uh, but there is one particular feature which I wanted to have implemented quickly uh, on our dog footing. So just for us, just to see if the basic premise, so the basic mechanism of this feature would actually work. If this is something that would change our habit, change our the way we do stuff before we polish it out just 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 to see you know if it works because i was just tired of just designing it and thinking about it and you know like in abstract in theory so so we decided that we should also have appetite for this kind of experiments just to launch something that might we might we might not ship at all we might just take away from us back you know but but launch something internally just to see where where it goes and to see if it's really something that we would miss if we take it away, you know? Yeah, but, but as I, as I mentioned, this uh, repeat tasks uh, and how comments appear in the recurring tasks. Yes. This is, this is uh, the perfect example. Like we, we really spent a lot of time of designing how it's supposed to work better. Yeah. And we 
cannot find a final conclusion. So we implemented Sao Chipo assumption and we learned from this. We don't like it. <laughs> yes, we, we don't like it, but there are things that, uh, aspects of it that we like it, but as a general, yeah. we don't like it. So it's not, not shipped it. Yeah. And this, this, this is really great what we can have. Okay. Let's have a one week or two, three days appetite to, to just explore it. And, but because once you, you, you can click physically see, see it working, the, yeah. uh, the basic concept, then it's, you, you learn so much more, uh, about that and you can really make, make further decisions more easily. And there's another thing that I wanted to discuss with you, Rafael, uh, which I think we haven't discussed. So you'll be surprised. So I was like on the, on the recent uh, QS meeting, QS is our quality support meeting. We'll discuss it uh, probably in the future. But the, the idea is that I, I, I get lots of feedback from the customer support, like what, like what people really want, what people really you know, are struggling with. And the thing is that, for example, Nosby team, Teams app is already past the point that it's a very usable app for us. So it's already a very usable app for us. Like we, I mean, we've been using it for the last two years from the very beginning and we suffered through like its shortcomings, but now we don't have that many shortcomings like our team, but there are shortcomings that we, that still are part of the vision of the product, but uh, there are features which we wouldn't use so much, but our customers would. So very, like they, they keep on sending us these feature requests that, you know, in our case, not really that necessary, but we see the point. Like we see that it, it makes sense in their context, right? For their industry. So we would need to like in uh, really like every cycle incorporate more like features requested from customers, features that, you know, might not be so interesting for us. And I was thinking that maybe with that, we could think about expanding our dog fooding program. So to have like three steps have like a step of dog fooding for us. Like, so this is our, like our app with all the, you know, dog fooding stuff. So they're just the, all the cutting edge. But then if we know we can ship something to customers to show them, we could have like a dog fooding for customers. And these customers could, um, the idea is this, they would have the normal production app, but they could, uh, you know, explicitly this one app, not their account, but this one app, uh, or maybe their account, I don't know, but like, they could switch to like tester mode because some of our customers have expressed this thing that they would want to test early features before they are shipped. So we could enable them and they would, we would tell them, guys, this is, uh, you know, these are not features that, you know, that th this is not the final state of the features. These are experimental features. Like, um, so really experimental stuff. Yeah, the, thi the things might, might, might change. The things like, might be, might change like, or might, might be taken away from you. <laughs> yeah. So, like couple, yeah, like couple does with, with beta. Exactly. <laughs> of iOS and macOS. Exactly. So this way we could have like a dog fooding for customers because then, for example, we can tell a customer who requests a feature for like, for kind of, the, let's say their industry. And we think, we think it's a very good general feature for everyone. But, you know, the request was, was from them. We can tell them, you know, man, it's been shipped to, to customer dog fooding. So if you switch to that mode, you can test it out and let us know if this is what you wanted, if this is what you feel. And this way they could test it before we ship it for everyone. You know, yeah, like so, we, we, we could have it. Like I, I would call it just a beta version because yeah. like as, as Apple showed us in beta, mm -hmm. 
things might change. It's not like the... I mean, yeah, exactly. Like th this summer in the beta version, <laughs> there was a big <laughs> woo-ha-ha about Safari and stuff. And, and, and they have really iterated on, on it, be based on the customer feedback. Yes, so, and it, 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 it proved that the, the process of beta works actually <laughs> very well. Exactly. So I think next year, this will be our time to really think about it and really design this kind of beta program for our customers. So, so yes, I, like we already talked about it with the development team and because it, it, it would add some, um, some additional effort to our weekly uh, release schedule process. Yeah, complexity. So mm -hmm. we, we really need to make it, uh, make sure that it's not, uh, yeah, it's done uh, that, that our weekly release schedule, uh, wouldn't be hurt. Mm-hmm. Probably it will start only on web first, yeah, and and later later native apps. But yeah, this is something for the next year to to improve. I would also improve. Uh, would like to improve transparency, mm -hmm. as, I, as I as I said uh, at the beginning of this segment, and I want to make product change log so our our release notes to be more user friendly and more marketing friendly, nice. so we can actually have those announcements of features earlier and we can we can we could also because what we learned for almost two years of shipping nosby teams we are really really good at shipping because we shipped 45 versions of nosby yes. teams this year yeah so mm -hmm. we are pretty good at it at it like finally because in nosby personal it was the whole process when yeah we it was yeah it was it it, it was a mess like it to ship a nosby personal update like it was the whole week for, for, for me to work on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I couldn't work on uh, anything else. Uh, and what we learned from this, yeah. uh, we implemented in, in, in Nosby Teams pro process and it really, yeah, I, I really like how it works. So yeah. And I think I could, I could slowly start improving this product change work and even incorporate some stuff that we have like this in, in this beta channel. We mm -hmm. would have, or or we are testing on dog fooding, and we are comfortable with sharing, sharing this. But we are working on on this. Yeah, I was I was wondering, like uh, maybe what we should. I mean, I can help you with that. Maybe we, we should really because post yeah, the, the change I, I, I see on. like ma many many companies, many small companies like our. They do that. We should be more transparent, and then maybe uh, as we mentioned, like we have already this new 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 news segment in in, in Nosby Teams, yes. so you can see you know the latest blog posts related to Nosby Teams in the in the feed, so you can you know read about new features and all that stuff. But over there, we want to add this additional you know uh, um, change log, uh, so people can see uh, yeah what what happened since the last version, and this way they every week they can read something new in the app and not somewhere on the help page somewhere else. Yeah. Yeah. And I was thinking like, because currently we just have release notes with like s simple points. Yes. Like the, the, the name of new feature, but maybe I could add to it like one sentence, two sentences, mm -hmm. why, why, how it can be used or maybe even a screenshot or something. Yeah. So yeah. we will see. I need to shape it up. Um, mm -hmm. And yeah, I want to do it like doing uh, during this uh, holiday season because mm -hmm. I would have some days to work on. So that's that's our uh, that's our lessons learned from one year of using this product uh, development process. It's uh, actually it's based on shape up by base camps, but mm -hmm. very, we adapted many very things loosely. to our needs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, 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 but I think one of the also like takeaways is the lean manufacturing, like keep improving the process. So make it really effortless so that you can ship effortlessly 45 versions of app. This five weeks uh, cycles like really work great for us. And 
we have retrospection every five cycles and we see it, it's a sweet spot because every retrospection we had, it took us like between 50 and uh, 65 minutes. And yeah. we always have like four or five improvements. Mm -hmm. And before we used to have like retrospection that, that took like two or three hours yeah. and we had like 15 improvements to implement and it was mm -hmm. like, whoa, too much. Yeah, that's the thing that like we kind of forgot that we have to be more agile and and and, and it actually it's it's fun to be agile it's fun to improve things and just you know things are happening in the background things are happening automatically you know it's it's kind of it's kind of funny that you know in even in our small uh, team this whole concept of improving the process which sounds really boring is fun <laughs> 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 we actually didn't touch the horizon expanding month concept uh, but ah, yeah. i think that's the topic for another episode yeah, in the we, future yeah because like radek is radek is constantly fighting that we 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 have a constant effort appetite available for improving this process like mm -hmm. because when we stop improving we we, st we stop ju just ship when we switch to just shipping 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 after a couple of months we will we will have the process broken yeah <laughs> because yeah. it has to be maintained to be efficient yes completely so like that, that's why it's it's it is fun it is fun to uh to see that and it is fun to be iterating on that and really that's why i really again i want to repeat that you know stop every quarter stop and just you know at least and reevaluate, re but also what Rafael said, incorporate constant improvements in the process. So, like every week, basically you get better. Like every week, there is some improvement. Like just today, we discussed uh, some of the improvements we want to do in this uh, podcast, uh, you know, um, production process. So, like every time there is this, you know, repeating process. See if there is something that you know, some long, low hanging fruit, as they call it, something that can be quickly fixed can be improved yes, can be automated and for, and for this mighty friday is perfect because very often like developers if they have something that annoyed them in the process like for example uh ci machine that prepares builds is uh, is kind of broken or inefficient in some way they fix it on mighty friday yeah and we, and we just you know we just uh, bought a mac mini speaking of uh, but getting back to the gear and uh, the geeky stuff we bought a mac mini m1 mac mini um as our um you know mac server for our um uh, ci and for our like really developer needs and it's glorious it works very well and uh, it improved build build times of our apps like three four time fold so this way you know when they do some something to fix uh, very quickly there is a build there is a new app and we can test the new version right away so again it, it it's you know these short improvements of time that you don't have to wait half an hour for the new build to to, to ship but you know 10 minutes instead it's fantastic yeah and it's very important because we want to introduce like native desktop apps like for windows and mac and it would add a time for the this build server to build mm -hmm those every time there is new change yeah so. spoiler alert i'm already using the mac app on my uh, on my mac it still needs some some tweaking and some working so radek is on it but it's very promising so stay tuned <laughs> i can't wait for 2022 because we have we have many exciting things to <laughs> to work on and to ship 
on all fronts, really, like on 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 product front, on marketing front, on on business front, like lots of good things. And I teased some announcements which we haven't done in December, and I decided not to do them. So just for all our users, uh, stay tuned. Uh, we will have you know smaller announcements in January, and then a big announcement in in the beginning of February as we celebrate our fifteenth. Uh, anniversary of uh, 50 15 years of uh, of nosby in business so there will be cool things uh, in the pipeline really next year is going to be something really can't wait and um, yeah i think it's time to wrap up this episode oh, yes. <laughs> uh, we will talk about my uh, ipad mini next time <laughs> <laughs> uh, i will gather more thoughts yes. uh, so don't worry all right so uh, thanks for listening guys and remember tomorrow what day is it Mike. It's Friday and it's a mighty Friday. Yeah. So remember to do your weekly review, plan priorities for next week and learn something new or improve something in the process uh, that you are in your workflow. That way you will have a great weekend and great next week because on Monday you can jump on to your priority list and start getting things done. If you enjoyed this episode, please feel free to help support this podcast either by sharing it with a friend or checking out our Nosby Teams app. So I think that's it for today. Say goodbye, Michael. So just to just house cleaning uh, before we, we've, uh, we wrap it up. And in two weeks, we will not see you. So Merry Christmas. Uh, we are taking a Christmas break. Um, so we will see you in four weeks. Um, uh, we are taking a Christmas break and I think everyone deserves it. So Merry Christmas to everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in, for being part of this show, for making this show uh, constantly um, reaching more people. So we are very, very grateful. Thank you so much. And if you could rate us on iTunes in the meantime, because you have some more time, it would be fantastic. So uh, see you in, in four weeks at the beginning of exactly we will be recording on the january 13th which is my daughter's birthday and then uh, we will ship on the uh, on the january 14th and uh, until then you know uh, make your new plans plan your new year um, use nosby to do it and uh, make the 2022 your best year ever This episode has not been created in the office, because in Nosby, there is no office. Your hosts were Michael Stevinsky and Rafał Sobolewski. All the links and show notes you can find on nooffice.fm slash 32. The whole production process of this episode has been coordinated in a project in a Nosby Teams app. Control is good, but trust, transparency, and asynchronous communication are so much better. Thank you and see you in four weeks. Remember to have a mighty Friday, Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year.